the Motivation Podcast, hosted by Lori Joy Kingwell and Chrissy Van. That's me. And we're taking you on a little off-roading. And every single week, we're going to be joined by our dope friend, Rochelle from True Grit Moto. Woo! Hey, I floss. <laughs> and every week, we are going to ask each other stupid questions, and we're going to answer them. And why, you may ask? Because we can. All right. This is your Motivation. Off-road edition. What's something that's on trend right now that you think in about like, I don't know, five years, we're all going to look back collectively and be like, oh, for the love of God, I can't believe we thought that looked good. Or people used to wear that, do that. Well, my neighbor wears a bee hat, even though she has no bees. (laughs) (laughs) Does that, do other people do that? Is that on trend? You can go, yeah. I thought about buying one just in case it was cool. (laughs) Just like, oh, just have it, have it ready. Oh yeah. I've got one of those. (laughs) One might say she's beating to her own drum. Chrissy, Chrissy's the queen of puns. Amazing. Oh my gosh. I thought I'm missing out. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, that wasn't exactly what I had in mind as far as like (laughs) a collective trend. But I, I think it's, that's amazing. That was a, mm. that was a great answer. I'm really curious on social down the line, less so what we're wearing, but all oh. the dances. It's like you look at the Macarena and that really has transcended time in a sense that you know what it is, but it's mm. so ridiculous. But now TikTok has evolved and there's these dances all the time. What will we think about the hours spent of learning these and putting them in public? I don't know. Right. I mean, I'm here for it. Love the creativity right. and the boldness, but what will like the jazzercising that they used to do in the seventies, right? Like, yes. And then you do the neck and the, and then you do the thing, you know, and they do it in the tights. Like that's, yes. hell, that's funny as all heck. And I think it's in so 10, good. 20 years, we're going to die over these TikToks and be like these idiots. They're like, your mom <laughs> did that. You're like, yeah, she, yeah. yeah in our kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> every day, every day. Okay, mine is I, the eyebrow situation. Mm. Um, I'm positive we're all going to look back and be like, we drew caterpillars on our faces. We, oh, we, I thought you meant like that we have eyebrows. No, no, that we like, you know how we fill in our eyebrows and some have gotten pretty intense, the, mm-hmm. the thickness of it and the, um, and I, I have a feeling, okay, here's the thing, a little foreshadowing. So I don't think it's coming out of nowhere. I remember in high school in the 90s and early 2000s where it was the thing to really, you know, the more slender, the better for your eyebrows. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I had the thinnest eyebrows. And on my graduation picture, uh, it quite, it looks like I have no eyebrows whatsoever. I'm so with you, (laughs) except... I overplucked one side to the point I had not only the thinnest eyebrows, but half an eyebrow. And the irony of this is I actually don't fill mine in. I have extremely dark brunette hair. My whole mission in life now is just trying to make sure they don't amalgamate into one brow. Yeah. That middle patch got to go. I hear you, Chrissy. The other half of this one is drawn because it never grew back. (laughs) So I have a quarter of my eyebrow that just was like, you know what? You don't deserve me. You don't Ouch. deserve me. You have mistreated right. me. 
You Nobody have. told me about these brow things. I literally went into every picture with buck teeth, curly red hair, <laughs> this birthmark, and my eyebrows were as bushy <laughs> as they got. And I smiled uh, over it. I had no idea. I had a bit of a unibrow in grade seven, but I just I just went with it until That's I got cool. on the tweezers and then everything went to shit. I thought, you know what? If one goes, they all go. Mm. <laughs> I'm into a good unibrow. Never leave a soldier behind. Or no, Dog's that's the barking. opposite. Not mine. Someone else's oh. dog. That's my dog. <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't know whose dog. My dogs are there like, I hate you so much. That's my dog saying that to me right now. <laughs> I really don't like your eyebrows. Yeah. She's like, I don't like you and I don't like your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> the worst situation you've been in without your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <clears throat> um. A close friend of mine and I had this outrageously rando couple of days and we were sober. It was just the kind of ridiculous, like we got my brother's truck stuck in this ditch um, and the mud was up to the wheel well. And we finally got a tow truck to come and I had to sneak into my mom's cause I was full of mud trying to get it out and then get it cleaned. And then we had to drive it to my brother and Lloyd minister and swap cars and I bought us lunch and I had no more money on our, my debit card. So all I had was like, I, I think I had $5 left, left. And I put $5 of gas to get us in from Lloyd minister to North Battleford, which is in an hour, half drive. We ran out of gas. Uh, we could see North Battleford. We were so close um, right on the side of the highway and had to run in then to borrow a quarter from someone to use the pay phone. I would have been 22 at the time. Um, and I didn't have my cell phone. And I remember we were almost happy about it because it made the adventure so much that more ridiculous because we constantly were having to run to the road to get flagged down cars to then use their cell phones. Like even the tow truck, we had to flag someone down. It was just a disaster, but it was the funniest two days in the universe so yeah that was when and but it worked out because it made it that much more entertaining but it was like it was an adventure a, yeah but exactly used the phone so many times <laughs> i don't even yeah. have a story i don't even know i always have my phone <laughs> that's smart it, it sucks when you're without it in need <laughs> even like if i go somewhere without a phone i have like a walkie-talkie and then you know i just like i know that i need to be connected a walkie-talkie who's on the other line who's other end of the walkie-talkie i mean i usually have two right so then i give somebody that's like back at camp or something like the other talkie and then i just oh let's think if i need help yeah if i need some help or i I, yeah i don't know i've never i'm sure i'll think of it at some point but i really i've been thoroughly connected for quite some time and even before phones existed i you know you write mail or whatever pigeons prepared for life I've had a few incidents, but one that was terribly frustrating is I had moved to Vancouver and really wanted to take part in the polar bear dip, but it was the December I'd moved out here. It always happens on New Year's Day. It's actually where the concept originated, and I think it's either this year or it's past has reached 100 years of tradition, so big, big deal. But I was new here. I had no friends, nobody, and I was like, I don't care. I want to go do this polar bear dip. So never having seen the event before, I didn't realize it's quite popular. (laughs) There was like (laughs) thousands of people on the beach. 
So the problem was, is because traffic was so bad. My husband dropped me off and I was like, it's fine. Like, we're not going to get anywhere close. I don't want to miss this. So I'm like, I'm just going to go and I'll figure it out. And then I'll call you where to pick me up after. It's not going to take that long. I find a little patch to put my stuff down. And I was like, it's cool. Like made some new polar bears friends and they're all in costumes. It's craziness. So I was like, all right, I'm going to put it near the Vikings, let's say, and I'll know to come back. So I go and do my dip, super exhilarating, super cold day though. It was one of those really rare BC Januaries where we actually were quite below freezing. And what you think happened is not what happened. No one stole my phone, but because it was so cold, my phone died while it was abandoned. (laughs) So now I'm in this crowd of thousands of people in a city that I don't know at all, wet in the heart of January in Canada. (laughs) And let me tell you what I learned that day. When you're the straggly wet girl with an ice cream cone top shower cap on her head, please (laughs) borrow a phone. No one really wants to lend it to you. <laughs> and finally, a kind soul did, and I was able to get my ride. But it was a terribly inconvenient time to be cold, wet, and in need of a ride and a phone. That sounds so uncomfortable. Oh, especially being wet and cold, and you're just like, oh, can't wait to hop in the car. And then, scratch. wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Disconnected. Just oh my gosh, you think of like all the times before cell phones were a thing. I remember the first cell phone, if you will, that I was ever saw was my cousin Sean. We were at the farm and he would have been, he's quite a bit older than me. So I think he would have been about 19 years old at the time. I probably was, I don't know, 11, 12. And he came in with this huge bag over his shoulder. And he was like, check out the cell phone I got. And it was a huge cord and this thing. And it it, it hooked up to this huge battery. And I was like, you can take that anywhere you want. And he's like, anywhere, (laughs) anywhere I want. And I was just like, that is insane. And he was like, you betcha. And then he put his big satchel back on and and maneuvered. Or my aunt had a car phone, a car phone. Yeah. Yep. That was, I didn't look that. That's crazy. We were like not allowed to use it because it was so expensive. It was like, we have this, but God forbid you dial a number on that thing. You will be grounded My dad had the briefcase where he'd run down from the job site because the thing would ring in his car and he'd run down, get to the briefcase, open it up like 007. Hello. (laughs) Okay. What brand of socks are you wearing right now? What? Pumas. <laughs> Costco special. And it actually fun fact. Tells a about lot about me, somebody. I rarely, I'm currently not wearing socks, but I am known. I rarely have matching socks in my life. For what? sure not. Oh my gosh. All the time they're mismatched. I'm just like a sock is the sock is a sock. Lori, she just told oh, us that she feet. ate wonder bread and mayo for the majority of her life. <laughs> and that's what shocked me is that she wears mismatched socks. I'm just like blasphemy blasphemy I do not understand yeah she's like I murdered my cousin once I'm like it happens she's like but I don't wear the same matching socks good god what's wrong with you do you even brush at night (laughs) now you're gonna tell me you brush only eight times a day (laughs) after the mayonnaise you you know it really gets in there I see that. Lori, what kind of socks do you wear, bud? What's the brand? Wait, let me guess. Roots. No. (laughs) 
Oh God, that's what you winners. See, here's the thing. I'm very much that person where there's a sock for a specific shoe Mm, and there's a mm -hmm. specific color for a specific shoe. I, when it comes to what I wear, I don't overthink it, but I do have a protocol. You iron your jeans, you iron your clothes. I don't do that anymore, but I definitely like things are pressed in a way that, yeah, no, I'm, as I say it out loud, I realize how OCD I am. Yeah. (laughs) If I'm on the road, if I'm on like, literally we're motorbiking. I remember turning my log on to where I kept having to turn them inside out because you didn't have much time between washing. And I was like, long underwear. What? Long long underwear? What is like, that? Like an extremely long panty? Like, does it dip low? <laughs> what do you mean? What is that? Is it like a thong that doesn't go all the way to your crotch? It just like has a, a long string down the middle? What on earth? Wait a minute. I'm not even sure I'm a female right now. You I don't know you what that is. You go camp. Everyone, guys, girls, they, them, everyone wears long underwear. It's what my underwear is tight to my legs, like long johns, long johns. Oh, a long john. That's not underwear. Yes, it is. You wear it underneath <laughs> your clothes, just like you wear underwear <laughs> underneath your clothes. Oh my God. Is underwear called underwear? Cause it goes under your clothes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Whoa. Another thing you just found out this late in life. So you had no idea about my mind. Mm. Wow, we digressed. I forgot where we were. Uh, I didn't even care anymore. I was just so into every every little uh, pathway we went on. I stuck on my my loafers and put them on a four wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Strapped on the back of those Crocs and got the back of them Crocs. Up. You just went off roading with the Motivation Podcast, hosted by Lori Joy Kingwell and myself, Chrissy Van. And of course, a special thank you to Rochelle from True Get Moto. Whoop, boss it. Never miss an episode by hitting like or subscribe. Connect with us on Instagram, a motivation podcast, and visit our website at themotivation.com. And in the meantime, full tags, full throttle. I think this is good though. It's like healthy, you know, like people will be like, oh my God, I don't what? floss. <laughs> it's to be so hard not to laugh to get through this <laughs> intro.